Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and live from Ezekiel Elliott's lawyer's office. It's the Fourth and <laughs> Inches Show, the 2017 edition. I'm Scott Swainey, a.k.a. the Fantasy Sherpa, and Jana Kimmel joins me for our eighth season now. That's hard to believe. I know. I really should get an alias at some point. Like, you've got the Fantasy Sherpa. I'm just I'm just out here just still being Jana. i got to figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no but, yeah, I can't believe it. Eight seasons. We've lasted longer than uh, old Terrell Davis's NFL career did. Or a lot of NFL careers, but uh, that's true. Yeah, longer that's, than that's, my NFL career. <laughs> yeah, that's much longer than mine. That would be pretty sad if they put me out there to do anything other than you know <laughs> pick up the rags after the plays are over. But uh, so your 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 Cowboys and my Giants. So it's becoming a tradition of sorts. I think this is at least the third season in a row now where they're uh, kicking off the season. But before we get into our new format this season, why don't you uh, tell people how they can find us? All right. So there, as always, are plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Obviously, you're listening to us now, or you've got the podcast and you're listening to us later. But either way is fine. You can find us all week long, we're all over social media. You can find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, on Twitter at the number 4THNInches show, at, and uh, we're also at the 4th and Inches show at gmail.com. You can find us personally on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Sherpa. That would be the Sherpa, and I'm at JKIM16. All of our episodes are archived. If you missed some over the last seven years leading up to today, or you just want to go back and hear some some of the old ones, feel free. We're on iTunes. We're on Blog Talk Radio. We're all over the place. And of course, we always want to hear from you. So tweet us your questions. If you have lineup questions come Thursday or Sunday, we're happy to help. And if there's something you want to hear us talk about or argue about, by all means, let us know. And you can always call us uh, you can find all of that on the Blog Talk Radio page, but the number there is 347-850-8260. And we'll be here with you every Wednesday night throughout the year, giving you all the things you need to dominate your fantasy league, uh, unless, of course, you're playing us. Then please don't do that. <laughs> I find the episodes we'll from the old shows from several years ago really help dominate leagues, and they also make great holiday gifts, too. They really do. They just do. And, you know, some of our predictions, wildly accurate. Some of them, eh, less so. But <laughs> I think but we have uh, we're, we're off to yeah, we're off to a good start this year being able to argue about the Cowboys and Giants right away. If this is your first time joining us, I mean, what have you been waiting for? Uh, but I am one of those unfortunate Cowboys fans, and Sherpa is afflicted with being a Giants fan. So that always makes for some interesting uh, – Debates, if you will. <laughs> so why don't we just get right into that then and yeah. you know, the whole Ezekiel Elliott mess. What are your thoughts on that? I guess, you know, aside right. from you know, just the fantasy implications of that, if you still had a draft to do, where would you be looking to take him and what have you seen in the drafts that you've been doing? Um, so I I like to do I, – I draft a, a bunch of teams, but I actually am doing one after the show tonight, and I had one last night too. Um, and obviously right before the draft it came out, the, the news that Ezekiel Elliott's suspension was upheld. If you've been living under a rock, uh, there's a, an alleged incident of domestic violence against a former girlfriend, which was 14 months ago, and we're still going through this song and dance. And uh, the NFL has decided that he's going to be suspended for six games. That was finally handed down and upheld yesterday. Now they're still appealing it where another ruling will come down on Friday. The whole thing's very convoluted and unnecessarily so. But um, in my draft yesterday that I did right after that. And if um, I could interject he, for just a second, he oh, will be ahead. able to play this week. So he's going to be yeah, in week which, one and then. We'll talk about that in a minute because that's ridiculous. Okay. In the draft last night, uh, he he still went he still went right at the end of the first round. Um, yeah, that's exactly which, what happened in the one I did last night too. That's a funny coincidence. Yeah, I mean, I he's going to miss six games, and I mean, missing six games isn't great. One of those is the bye week, so he's really you're only missing him five weeks. Um, so for me, I thought he was I mean, suspended I don't know for if, six games, or am I wrong about that? 
think it's I think all in all in it's yeah you're right it's six games you're right you're right. And, but either uh, way, he's out a substantial amount of the season. Yeah, I mean you're you're missing a good chunk of time. I, as a Cowboys fan, obviously I'm I'm a big Ezekiel Elliott fan. From a fantasy perspective, I kind of want to let someone else have that problem. But I mean, from what what it seems like in the feedback I've gotten, he's still going at the end of the first and maybe dropping into the second round, depending how conservative the draft is. But Darren McFadden's stock certainly rose. I I picked him up and I I got him at like crazy late, like 14th round or something last night. But um, I would expect to see his stock will rise a little bit more now because it it seems he's going to be the de facto back while Ezekiel Elliott's gone. Uh, I just, to me, the end of the first round, beginning of the second round, that's way too soon. I mean, when you talk about, you know, I always think of the first four picks in your draft as sort of the pillars of your team. And if you're going to be out without, you know, one of those pillars for what essentially amounts to half of the regular fantasy season, then you're just making it that much more difficult for your team to make the playoffs. Uh, I just, to me, if he's still there in the third or fourth round, maybe you take a flyer on him. But as you said, you know, all the drafts that I've done, you know, the last couple of weeks, you know, he's definitely been gone long before that. And I'm really I just, not sure. I don't know if people are thinking that maybe this what are people out, like thinking? the Tom Brady thing. I just, yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess, maybe that's what people are hoping for, but to me, you know, the, the old saying, hope is not a plan. I don't think you make him a, a first or second pick on your team and, and build around that. You know, you'd, you'd better, like every reserve pick on your bench, had better be a running back if you're if you're sacrificing you know, Ezekiel Elliott for six weeks and early right. on in the season. Yeah, just because you handcuff him with Darren McFadden, Darren McFadden is not going to put Ezekiel Elliott numbers up. Granted, at this point behind that Cowboys offensive line, I could probably have a 100-yard game, but I, I just don't necessarily think you can expect him to just slide right in and pick up the same kind of stats. Like, that that's unrealistic. Uh, I just, eh. for me, I'm staying away from Ezekiel Elliott. If he falls to me, I'm happy to pick him up. But like you said, Third, fourth round is really where I'd be most comfortable with him. But I, w- I would love to hear your take on this, especially as a Giants fan. The fact that the NFL decided that because the ruling came down late, a.k.a. yesterday, that he was still going to be eligible to play week one. What do you think about that? Because I think that's sort of ludicrous. Um. Yeah, I, I can sum up my my thoughts on that with two letters, those being B and S. Um, I just think that, yeah, the, this whole idea that there's not enough time, and not enough time for what? Not enough time to work somebody else into the game plan? Months. I mean, you're either suspending <laughs> like him or you're not. And this idea, we'll suspend you, but, oh, by the way, you know, that's one of our showcase games, you know, the Sunday night kickoff game, the first weekend of the season, we can't have him out for that, you know, that, that to me is just garbage. I mean, he could get hurt in practice on Thursday or Friday. They would still have to find a way to replace him. And this notion that, you know, he's suspended, but not really, you know, until next week. I, yeah, I, I think that's garbage. And if there is a Supreme being, you know, I, I think the Giants should win this game. I mean, obviously I would love the Giants not to win this, but even as a Cowboys fan, like, I think this is dumb, like really dumb. <laughs> yeah, just, it's, like it's not like the incident happened last week and they're trying to figure out what happened. Like it's been 14 months. It's been over a year. When when he came into the league, this was hanging over the Cowboys' head all last season. Like, oh, is something going to happen all off season? Oh, is something finally going to happen with this? There might be a suspension. It's not like this was a surprise. No, it's just, yeah, it's so silly. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly. It's good that even as a Cowboy and Giants fans, we can we can agree on that. But so Every before we go then. too much further, <laughs> before we go too much uh, further down the Zeke um, rabbit hole, why don't we just start in? We're trying out a slightly different format here, so please uh, feel free to let us know what you think. But we want to just take a look position by position, starting off with running backs, since that tends to be the running backs and wide receivers tend to be the backbone of most fantasy teams. But Give me your um, thoughts on who some of your top back uh, running back plays would be for this weekend, and also you know who you might be you know 
drafting high and very high on for the season, but not so high on for this particular weekend. Yeah, um, it's the first week of the season is always fun. The first for me, honestly, I think the first four weeks of the season are kind of a, kind of a, a crapshoot trying to figure out who's who and what's what. But um, this week, there's a couple of guys I, I think could be real standouts. I think Todd Gurley at in, against Indianapolis is going to be great. Uh, the Indy defense is terrible against the run right now. The team's kind of a hot mess as it is, but he's got something to prove. Like he was really had a bust of a year last year. We have high expectations. He's healthy. I think this is going to be a big day for him. Uh, Bilal Powell against the Bills. He's the only thing the Jets really have going on offense, and even that is expected at best. But I think against Buffalo, another defense prime for giving up uh, running back fantasy points, especially in Buffalo. I think that's going to be a good one this week. Uh, there's Dalvin Cook as a rookie. I tend to not be excited about starting rookies, but this week I think against New Orleans, I just I've, I just feel like it's it's something that could work out well for him, uh, especially, again, maybe not the strongest offense around him. They're going to have to run. And uh, Devontae Freeman against, uh, against the Bears, that just – Again, the Falcons, they, they've got to bounce back. They need to put up a strong showing. And Chicago is still Chicago. They gave up 100-plus yards last season against the run uh, in pretty much every game. They're just not interested in, in a run defense, it seems. And then some guys that really are more picks that I like, per se, not necessarily that stats are, are going to back me up on. C.J. Anderson against the Chargers. It's a decent matchup. It's you know it's kind of a middle of the road matchup fantasy wise, but I just think that overall, I, more of a gut feeling than anything else. I think they're going to run the ball. I think C.J. Anderson's another guy who's trying to bounce back a little bit. Uh, Dar- Darren Sproles against the Redskins. Now, this is something more. I think it's going to end up being a touchdown vulture type of situation. Kind of throwback to how he was in San Diego. But the Eagles, especially if you're playing daily fantasy or if you're looking for a, a cheaper pick or a waiver wire pick, the Eagles are a team that are going to have to put up some points. It'll be a higher scoring game this week. Not a pretty game per se, but one where there's fantasy points out there. And I think Darren Sproles may be able to pick some of them up. I know a lot of people aren't as high on this as I am, but I just think the matchup is right. It could work out well. Somebody I want to start maybe as a flex, not necessarily like a running back one here. I'm not advocating for that. And then uh, Jonathan Stewart and Christian McCaffrey uh, against the 49ers. The 49ers gave up the most points to running backs last season. I mean, it was like a free-for-all. And McCaffrey, again, another rookie, I think, and we'll talk about them later in the show, some of our top rookies, but I think he's got a chance to be sort of a – not exactly the way that Jonathan Stewart looked back in the day, but they're not going to be splitting running back by committee, but it's more another flex option. I think he's going to be a different look to the offense. They're going to try to get him going because they are very high on him, the organization as a whole, and Jonathan Stewart is an injury-prone running back, so it's something that I think down the road McCaffrey may be more of an option as the season goes on, but this week I'm interested to see with the matchup, if maybe I can steal some points out of him in a deeper league or out of a flex spot. What about you? You got anybody you're high on this week? I do, but only two of our lists over two of the guys that you mentioned were overlapping. Most of the ones <laughs> that you had on your list or on my avoid list for this week, but uh, Probably. that's what makes the show fun. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you about Todd Gurley and Devontae Freeman for this week. Um, I love Le'Veon Bell and pretty much anybody else on the Steelers against the Browns this week. I think most of the top backs are, are going to have a really good first week. You know, Le'Veon Bell I love, David Johnson uh, against Detroit. I yeah. like that matchup. Ezekiel Elliott I like. Um, um, Jordan anybody Howard, who's not in a running back by committee, which is like two-thirds of the league now. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, you know, yeah, that's pretty much my list. I had Jordan Howard, yeah. Melvin Gordon, Amir Abdullah, mm-hmm. Rob Kelly, Marshawn Lynch, DeMarco Murray, um, DeMarco Murray, Lamar Miller, Mark Ingram, and LeGarrette Blunt were all kind of on my list of guys in that order that I would feel comfortable mm-hmm. starting this <clears throat> week. Um, guys that are went pretty high in drafts that I'm not as keen on this week, LaShawn McCoy, 
yes, the Jets' offense is horrible, which means that their defense will probably spend a lot more time on the field, which means LaShawn McCoy will spend more time on the field. But I just am not sold on the Bills, you know, being able to run against the Jets. If the Jets have any strengths, it's their, you know, front seven. And, you know, I think yeah. he's going to have a hard time. Um, Leonard Fournette, you know, a lot of great things being expected of him as a rookie for Jacksonville, but I don't see it this week against Houston's defense. And mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt, Kansas City, another rookie running back, expecting, you know, that a lot of people are expecting big things of. But, you know, my problem there is, first of all, I'm not <clears> convinced Charkandrick West doesn't at least share that job, if not win it outright at some point. And then secondly, I think the Patriots' defense is underrated. So I'd stay away from him this week. Um, Ty Montgomery, a nice option maybe for the season with the Packers, but I don't like the matchup against Seattle's defense. And um, then Christian McCaffrey, we we can talk a little bit more about this when we touch on rookie running backs, but I'm certainly Mm -hmm. in the minority here, but definitely not as high on him as other people. He would barely break my top five rookie running backs um, this year Mm -hmm. at this point. But uh, so, you know, as often happens, we disagree on a lot of stuff, but that's what makes the show fun. What a surprise. Um, A couple of names that I had on my list to avoid that I don't think you touched on. Uh, I definitely am staying away from Eddie Lacy. Uh, Pretty much anybody that's wearing a Seahawks uniform and deciding to play running back, I don't want any part of that mess. (laughs) You just don't. Uh, Mark Ingram, I I just – last season was great, but they've got Adrian Peterson uh, going against the Vikings defense, which, you know, really doesn't give up a ton of points to running backs. Amir Abdul is on my sit list this week, um, but really I think you could go either way. He's more of a flex option if you do play him. Uh, Your boy Paul Perkins against the Cowboys, I just – this isn't the week to get excited about him. He's great, and you know I'm not excited about him. Period. Much less this week. <laughs> well, yeah. that's fine. I I might be more excited about him than you are, which is okay. Um, and Marshawn Lynch against the Titans. I think that's going to be a game where, uh, aside from Demarco Murray, but even he's probably still catching balls. I think that's going to be more of a shootout, and there's going to be a lot of a lot of passing yards there. So I'm I'm staying away from Marshawn Lynch this year, at least this week. Yeah, I, that's going to be interesting to see you know, how the Raiders, you know, with so many weapons on offense, what they do when they get down in the red zone, whether they just yeah. pound it in with him. And, you know, the one drawback with him, of course, is that you know, the Raiders have already said, hey, we're going to limit his touches over the course of the season. So you know, I wouldn't, yeah, I definitely didn't draft him as a, a first or second running back. Actually, I don't think no. he runs on any of my teams, but when I was looking at him, you know, I definitely wasn't looking at him as a top two back. If I could get him as a I saw third back I saw people drafting him then. way higher than he should have been in several of my drafts. I was just like, really? Like they just get excited about the name and they're like, oh, the Raiders will put points up. But like you said, you got to look at the whole picture. Like the Raiders are actually a balanced team. <laughs> like it's not just one or the other anymore. They can they can hit you in all all facets on that offense. And Marshawn Lynch is not a spring chicken anymore either. Took a year off, no, almost I mean, ran a guy you, over in a golf cart. You know these things happen. <laughs> you you look at, I mean, certainly Le'Veon Bell is in a balanced offense that has lots of weapons, and yet he's still, you know, pretty much universally considered a top two pick. You know, going one or two in most of the drafts that I participated in. Marshawn Lynch, yeah. I actually saw somebody in a dynasty league that I'm in spend their whole $1,000 free agent oh. acquisition budget for the whole season on him, which yeah, I just, you know, that just hurts you know my thought heart. too much. But then again, they probably <laughs> feel better than the guy that spent $600 on uh, Jonathan Williams before he was cut. Oh. But uh, oh, God. anyway, that's, yeah, that's the my irrational exuberance I hate of the <laughs> season. But, yeah. So, yeah. So now how about let's touch on rookies pretty quickly and then move on to wide receivers. But who are your um, top rookie running backs in order this season? Uh, for me, so far and away, five. the number one is Dalvin Cook. I'm excited about uh, Kareem Hunt. Like you said, not a great play this week. Uh, but I think overall, just Charkandrick West doesn't stay healthy all that much. He's got the drops. He's a little bit. I think I think Hunt's at least going to have a chance to lose the job. It's going to be his to lose. Uh, Leonard Fournette, like you talked about before, 
Jacksonville, they're, they're going to have to run the ball. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously, I'm a little higher on than you are, and Jamal Williams in Green Bay would round out my top five. Okay. Make a note of that for posterity here so I can remind you of that <laughs> in weeks to come. I think um, a name that I'm probably a little bit higher on than most people, if you can get the ethical uh, concerns you know, aside, is Joe Mixon Joe with the Mixon. Bengals. I know they've got mm-hmm. a couple of, you know, the, you know, Jeremy Hill is still the, um, you know, is still the de facto first back there, and they've still got Giovanni Bernard there, although he's recovering from pretty major knee surgery. You know, it sounds like yeah. even if Mixon isn't the starter in week one, you know, I expect that you know, he will be before too long. So you know, he's probably would be number one on my list. Dalvin Cook, number two. You know, the only concern there, Latavius Murray has trouble staying healthy, but is still a pretty talented back. So you know, I worry that that might devolve into a committee a little bit. Yeah, Kareem could, Hunt would be could. my Kareem Hunt would be my third. Leonard Fournette fourth, and uh, Christian McCaffrey McCaffrey a pretty distant fifth for me. Yeah, I, I guess I just like him a little better than you do, but that's okay. <laughs> yep, that's what the the games are for. We'll we'll see what works and what doesn't. So, how about yeah. um, wide receivers? Who do you really like this week? Give me your top five or ten, and then give me some guys that you would prefer to avoid this week? Um, Michael Crabtree against the Titans. Like I said, this game I could not be more hyped to watch. I'm going to spend part of it in a car, but, yeah. uh, you know, I'll I'll be listening and watching on my phone, not driving. Uh, I, I just think you really can't go wrong with a lot of the wide receivers on either side of the ball in this Oakland-Tennessee game. But Michael Crabtree, for me, uh, just the matchups, the way the defense is going to play out, I think could have a really nice day. Pierre Garçon against the Carolina, uh, the Carolina, the Panthers. Uh, he's, I mean, the Niners got rid of Jeremy Curley, and obviously we'll talk about him later. But Garçon's kind of the de facto guy there, and Carolina yeah, gave up. A, yeah, it's it's sort of a wasteland. Um, but Carolina gave up a ton of points to wide receivers last year. I expect that to content, continue. Kelvin Benjamin, I'm still really high on. Uh, against the 49ers again they give up a lot of touchdowns a lot of targets and Kelvin Benjamin is just a giant so regardless of who's covering him he's still going to get some points Jameson Crowder against the Eagles again this is another game that's going to be by my account pretty poorly played so there's going to be kind of garbage fantasy points here Terrell Pryor I like in this game too but I, I think Jameson Crowder might edge him out for me here just because the Eagles are so bad against wide receivers. They're just just awful. Um, I like him more as a flex pick. Uh, Kendall Wright against the Falcons. I like Stefan Diggs against the Saints. Try to pick some different names, then you're going to at least round it out. But Well, you've, you've succeeded in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, I'm staying away good. from this week. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. I don't love the matchup. I don't love Scott Tolzien. Sorry, Scott Tolzien. It's not the same as Andrew Luck. I'm staying away from Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, uh, Kenny Britt. I like in later games this season, but not against the Steelers. Staying away from Alshon Jeffrey, staying away from Jordan Matthews. Apparently all I'm talking about are Eagles wide receivers and former Eagles. Stay away from Jeremy Macklin. Just don't want any part of it this week. Okay. Um, There's a little bit more overlap in our list. Than, than there was for the running backs. I agree with you about Crabtree, Garcon, and uh, Kelvin Benjamin being on the good list for this week. Top of my list is probably Antonio Brown. I just think the Steelers have the most favorable matchup of the week you know, against Cleveland. They're going to put up you know, a Roddy White. <laughs> Roddy White, I think Atlanta won't be too far behind in the amount of points they put up. Amari Cooper would be high on my list. 
Larry Fitzgerald, Golden Tate. You know, I think that Arizona-Detroit game could be a shootout. Alshon Jeffrey was actually on my good list, so it'll be interesting to, you know, I can certainly understand why. You know, For me, he, it's he just hasn't there's no one else to target on that Eagles team than Alshon Jeffrey. Like, you could leave Nelson Aguilar completely uncovered because the the biggest defensive play you can do for him is have the ball thrown right at him and he's going to drop it anyway. So I'm not even going to waste my time defending him. I would just put everyone on Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, if that happens, well, we'll get into tight ends, but I think Zach Ertz might benefit from that yeah. too. But um, Je- Jeffrey, we disagree on. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, could have a nice game against Jacksonville. You know, my concern mm-hmm. there is just you know, is Tom Savage going to be able to get him the ball or not? Um, Brandon Cooks, I realize that's a bit of an unknown. It's always a little risky. A new wide receiver with a you know, on a new team you know, with the established quarterback, but you know, I think but, I mean, we play Tom Brady roulette with him in, in New Orleans all the time anyway. You know, what's different about this? Yeah, I, we'll see. I, <laughs> I like him in this particular game, and you know, much to your amusement, I'm sure I actually like Des Bryant quite a bit against the Giants this week, and also like uh, Michael Thomas, you know, against the Vikings. You and I, it looks like, have pretty different views on the, the Saints-Vikings game. I think the Saints are actually going to win that in a blowout, but uh, we'll Ooh, see. okay. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. So um, just... as for guys that I would stay away from this week that are likely to have been high draft picks, Odell Beckham Jr., I don't think he's healthy. And if he plays, I'm not expecting him to be 100%. So no. you know, if you've got him on your team, in all likelihood you're going to start him, but you know, I wouldn't be expecting big things from him. Uh, this week, mm-hmm. A.J. Green, uh, Cincinnati, I just think Baltimore's defense is good enough that they could you know, give him trouble, and you know, yeah. we'll see how that works out. I can agree with Terrell that. Pryor, agree. Uh, yeah, Terrell Pryor, I'm actually on the opposite side of the fence with you about that. I think the Eagles did spend quite a few resources you know, this offseason between the draft and free agency trying to beef up their secondary. We'll see if it works or not, but between – the fact that they beefed up their secondary and also, you know, again, you've got a new wide receiver and a new quarterback combination. Yeah. I'm not sold on Terrell Pryor until I see him doing it. Um, T Y Hilton, you know, without Andrew Luck there to me, he's, he's not, you know, worth too much as a receiver. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Doug Baldwin, a couple other guys that might have a good season, but I'm not looking for them this week. Agree with you wholeheartedly about Alan Robinson and Sammy Watkins. I'll throw Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders onto that list. I actually mm-hmm. think San Diego is going to beat um, – not San Diego. I keep doing that. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to beat Denver this week, and I will see if that comes to fruition or not. But um, And finally, uh, Keenan Allen, even though I just said that, I'm not sold on Keenan Allen. I saw him going what I thought was way too early in drafts, given his injury history the last couple of years. If I could have gotten him as a wide receiver mm-hmm. three – in the fifth or sixth round, great, but, you know, people are drafting yeah. him as a wide receiver one or wide receiver two in the third or fourth round, and for me, that's just too much risk. Again, when I look at the top four picks as the pillars of my team, I, I'm not going to take somebody, you know, with that injury history. You know, at some point, staying healthy is a skill, and he hasn't demonstrated that he has that skill the past couple mm-hmm. of years, so I'm, I'm not going to make him, you know, a linchpin of, of any team of mine. Um, I, I agree with you there. Uh, I absolutely. I think he was going a little too high. I'm I'm not opposed to seeing the Chargers beat the Broncos. I mean, I I like the Broncos better as an organization, but I you could be onto something there. I could see that happening. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to the quarterbacks, but it amazed me. I was just looking at some stats the other day, and Philip Rivers is thrown for over 4,200 yards. I think three or four seasons yeah. in a row now, and yet he was there as a reserve quarterback in a lot of my drafts and. Yeah, I have him as a backup quarterback on a lot of my me. teams. Yeah, that astonishes me. I mean, how much better can you get? Yes, he's not going to produce Aaron Rodgers-like numbers, but if you waited on a quarterback, yeah, I'd be happy to have him. Yeah, but he doesn't have an Aaron Rodgers a... schedule to go against either. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, on the one hand, his team isn't a division winner. On the other hand, there are some pretty good defenses in his mm-hmm. in division, so I, I guess I could see that either way, but um, – so, so who are some of the rookie wide receivers that you're uh, high on? 
probably at this point, number one is Zay Jones in Buffalo. I mean, it's just he's he's already the number two wide receiver, and he hasn't played an NFL game yet. Just because you trade Robert Woods, you trade Sammy Watkins, Anquan Bolden retires on you, and all of a sudden Jordan Matthews, who you wrap him in bubble wrap, and he's not going to stay healthy even then. And, like, I mean, Zay Jones, I'm all in now. Someone's got to catch the ball there. Uh, Corey Davis in Tennessee, mostly just because he doesn't have to be the guy. He's actually that Tennessee offense has wide receivers that are marginally healthy, and there's there's some support there, and he can kind of get nurtured a little bit and not have to do everything and be Zay Jones. Uh, Kenny Golo Day in Detroit, he had a nice preseason uh Cooper Cup with St. Louis, you know, from there for Los me Angeles. it drops off a little bit, but um probably Zay Jones I would say is far and away the standout for now just with the opportunity he's got. Yeah, my my only concern with him is just you know, you know is that you know quarterback situation in Buffalo, you know, is Tyrod Taylor going to be healthy enough to play? Well or not, probably not. not. You know what's going to happen to <laughs> you know, is Nathan Peterman going to be you know, a, a good quarterback or not? Um, a couple other names that I might throw onto the list. Yeah, you know, John Ross in Cincinnati, although he's you know, hurt to begin the season, which is never something you want to see. And then uh, Juju Smith mm-hmm. um, Schuster in Pittsburgh is somebody that, depending on whether Martavius Bryant is able, Martavius Bryant is able to stay on the field and, and stay healthy. You know, he's somebody else that I can see, you know, getting getting a crack at uh, some significant playing time this season. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Ready to move on to quarterbacks? Yeah, let's let's do that then. So how about uh, who do you like quarterback-wise for the, you know, your top quarterback picks, you know, for this I coming week? I can't tell you enough about Marcus Mariota. Like, I can't – you guys have heard me for the last few years be a Tennessee apologist, and, like, this, it's finally paying off. <laughs> this, is, this is it. Things are going to be good this year. <laughs> uh, I love this matchup. Both mo, both Mariota and, and Derek Carr in this game, I think, are going to put up some big numbers. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins probably going to have himself a nice week this week. Uh, Carson Palmer, Eli Manning, as much as that pains me to say, Eli Manning plays particularly well against the Cowboys, and without a run game, he's got to throw the ball. Um, and the Cowboys' defense is always a little suspect. Just <laughs> always a little suspect. Okay. Um, and Russell Wilson versus the Packers. Nor- maybe last year I don't love that matchup as much, but I think this year I'm probably in on it. And guys, I'm staying away from telling you to start Eli Manning. I'm telling you to sit Dak Prescott. It feels like bizarro world, but I don't love the matchup. I think we're gonna. it's going to be a run-heavy game for the Cowboys, and just with the other options out there this week, I don't think Dak Prescott's necessarily cracking my top 12 of quarterbacks. Uh, Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor, not healthy, as we were talking about. Drew Brees, I'm really on the fence about. I think you probably have better matchups going against that Vikings defense, but he's still Drew Brees. And Cam Newton against the 49ers, I'm staying away from. I think that run game is going to be what carries them more than the pass game this week. All right. You know, we had some more agreement there than we've had at the other positions. Uh, Drew Brees, closer. I would actually <laughs> put on my good list. Yeah, by the time we get to kickers, we'll be there, right? Um, yes. Cam Newton, <laughs> um, Cam Newton was actually on my list, you know, further down my recommended start list, but he'd probably be maybe my – 12th ranked quarterback or so for this week. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was at the top of my list. Uh, Matt Ryan, loved that matchup. Carson Palmer was my third. Tom Brady, fourth. Drew Brees, you know, fifth. Then followed by Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota, both of whom were on your list. Like Matthew Stafford's matchup against the Arizona defense. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers, I think in spite of going against the Seattle uh, defense that, he's, um, he's still Aaron Rodgers. Right? He'll, <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll have a decent game in the that uh, Green Bay Seattle game. I guess is the battle of the Bennett brothers, and hopefully neither one of them will get arrested before, during, <laughs> or after the game. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Jared Goff, yeah, Jared Goff. Yeah, that's a little bit of a a pick that is a little bit of an outlier this week. But I like the Rams matchup against Indianapolis. If I wanted to, you know, 
go against the herd a little bit in a survivor pool and didn't want to pick Pittsburgh against Cleveland, I might go with the Rams at home against Indianapolis, the, the non-Andrew Luck-led Indianapolis Colts, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Dak Prescott. I, did, I think his matchup is okay. I think that'll be a relatively high-scoring game. I'm going with the final of 30-27. And um, Eli was also on that list. And then, as I mentioned before, Philip Rivers I like. The two guys that I would really avoid, like the plague this week, would be Andy Dalton you know, going against Baltimore's defense and Joe Flacco going against the Bengals' defense. So, yeah, not not a fan of the, the defense. I mean, not a fan of the quarterbacks in either of those matchups this week. Yeah, I can I can live with that. <laughs> okay, so and then uh, how about a couple the... of rookies. Um, so obviously, I think. I think this list, probably our list, I would imagine, are pretty similar. There's only so many to choose from here. Deshaun Kaiser, obviously, is going to be a starter for the Browns. Maybe not the best thing ever for him. If I were a coach, not the route I would have gone, but they didn't ask me, shockingly enough. Uh, I think he has very good potential. I just don't think this is how I would have wanted to start his career. Uh, Deshaun Watson with the Texans. Obviously, right now, he's behind Tom Savage. Do I think that's going to last very long? Probably not. Unless Tom Savage comes out and he is a savage this week, I just don't see that happening. Uh, Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs. I love Alex Smith. That's well-documented on this show. But Alex Smith also puts up some pedestrian numbers, and Andy Reid's not afraid to go with a younger guy, although we've seen him be loyal in the past to, you know, a Donovan McNabb maybe a little longer than he should be, but I think we will, with the way that that Alex Smith has played and history of injuries, I think we might see some Patrick Mahomes this season and Mitchell Trubinsky with the Bears. I I'm not a big fan of him personally. I think he's going to get opportunity, and for that reason, he's on my list. Um, but obviously, I used to live where near where he was playing in college and saw a whole bunch of them and it just wasn't bowled over by it so for me it's kind of a reluctant add to the list okay um my list is ordered uh, quite differently although i agree with you and none of these guys are going to make nearly the impact that Dak prescott (laughs) did last year i i don't think there are any you know future you know first-year All-Pros on this list, but I would put Deshaun Watson at the top of my list just because, as you said, I think he'll overtake Tom Savage sooner rather than later. Nathan Peterman in Buffalo, I think, is also somebody that's likely to get a a chance sooner rather than later, either due to performance or injury. Um, Mm -hmm. Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago, I guess I'm a little bit higher on him. Than you are. Yeah, probably everybody uh, in the just, world is. Like, no offense to the guy, just I'm just not abreast. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I also would put uh, Patrick Mahomes ahead of Deshaun Kaiser, you know, for me. And then um, last, lastly and leastly, you know, I'll just mention C.J. Beathard in San Francisco in, in case the Brian Hoyer experience doesn't work out there. We've seen that happen once or twice where it didn't work out, so it, it's feasible. Yeah, so that's kind of where my head is with uh, quarterbacks then. So shall we move on to tight ends? Onward and upward. So hey, who, we've, got some pretty like? good, we've got some pretty decent tight end matchups this week. Uh, obviously, I, I told you how much I'm excited about Marcus Mariota, Delaney Walker, right up there on the list. Um I think I think he's not I, – I wouldn't go out there. He's not my number one tight end in the history of the world. I like his matchup this week, but like I said, going forward, it's a bit of an injury risk. But for this week, he's good. Kyle Rudolph in Minnesota, always a solid play. Again, Sam Bradford kind of leans on him as a crutch. He's done that his whole career with the tight end. I think it's a good one there. Charles Clay in Buffalo. Uh, now, it sounds silly because Buffalo is, is not – Really nothing happening in this game is going to be all that exciting. But uh, the Jets allowed a lot of touchdowns to tight ends last year. And Tyrod Taylor isn't behind the strongest offensive line in the world. He's going to have to get rid of the ball pretty quickly. And as we talked about earlier, there's not a lot of wide receiver options. 
Charles Clay will be there. He's reliable. Uh, I think he's kind of a lower-end starting option, regardless of what kind of league you're in. If you're looking to stretch a little bit, Jason Witten against the Giants is usually a good play. He's in the twilight of his career, but matchup-wise, I don't hate that one against the Giants. Uh, Zach Miller, Kobe Fleener, guys I also like. And then uh, as far as as guys I want to stay away from, uh, Jack Doyle, again, without Andrew Luck, things are things are just weird in Indianapolis. Eric Ebron, normally I like. I have him on a lot of teams. I just don't like this matchup. Martellus Bennett, one of your Bennett brothers that we spoke about earlier, not good for me this week. I don't think Antonio Gates is going to have a good day against that Broncos defense. Jordan Reed against the Eagles, I'm really on the fence about, but leaning more towards sitting. I just, I think they're going to have other options. They're going to be trying to run the ball, but I think they're going to end up throwing down the field more than anything. I just don't think Jordan Reed's my guy this week. Okay. And we have a bunch of overlaps, especially on the avoid side. So, you know, just going down my list quickly um, from top 10 or so, Rob Gronkowski against the Chiefs would be at the top of my list, followed by Greg Olson. Delaney Walker was third on my list. Zach Ertz, I guess I like a little bit more than you do this week. Yeah. CJ Fedorowicz with the Texans, Austin Hooper with the Falcons. Eric Ebron was actually on my recommended list. Uh, if you want to stretch a little bit, try Tyler Higby with the Rams. Again, I just think that game against Indianapolis is not going to be pretty. Uh, Jason Witten was on my um, good list. Kobe Fleener and rounded out with Hunter Henry. My avoid list featured uh, Travis Kelsey, Jordan Reed, Jimmy Graham, Martellus Bennett, Jack Doyle, and uh, Kyle Rudolph. All right. All right. We've got a lot of the same names, just not necessarily on the same list. <laughs> Most there was more agreement on the on that than there was on some of the others, I think. But yeah, uh, I mean we're getting so there. How about how about uh, rookie tight ends who's who's caught your eye or who would you, you know, keep an eye on in your watch list? I think I'm higher on Evan Ingram with your Giants than a lot of people are. Uh, people have started coming around to him a little bit as the preseason went on, but I I think this could be a good thing for the Giants. Um, I don't think it's a good enough thing I want to start him this week, but I think that down the road he could be a good play. David Joku with the Browns, again, anybody who's a rookie in Cleveland, you're going to get a chance at some point. It's your job to win or lose. He'll he'll get some opportunities. O.J. Howard with the Buccaneers. He's behind Cameron Brate, so this is really more if you're in a, in a keeper league or dynasty league or if you just ha- you're in, in a – have a big roster and you got room to kill. It's somebody you may want to stash for later in the season. Um, George Keitel with the 49ers. Vance McDonald got traded, kind of opens the door for more opportunities. But, I mean, for me, my favorite tight end out of this class was Jake Butt out of Michigan, but he's still on the pup list with that bum knee. So hopefully he'll get healthy soon. Yes. Yeah. So, my list was pretty similar to yours, just slightly different order. I had David Njoku at the top, followed by uh, O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, and George Kittle. And I guess Jake Butt didn't really make my list. but uh, Well, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, his knee's not all the way healed. <laughs> it's totally understandable. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I would put a guy on the pup list on my like list to watch. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how this show works. <laughs> exactly. So, see, as as we moved on in positions, we got more and more agreement as we went on. So, how about uh, defenses? There there are no rookie defenses this season unless you count the the Chargers moving to Los Angeles. Most of the Cowboys are uh, rookie on defense at this point. They just can't stay healthy. But I'll be be complaining about that until I die, I'm sure. (laughs) Probably. Uh, I actually don't think their defense is going to be as wretched this season as you – do, but um, give me your I top three to five I just don't trust uh, them to, to stay healthy. Like that, this this defense is going to look totally different in three weeks. I won't recognize anybody on this team anymore. And I, <laughs> like, I know a few of these people in real life, and I still won't recognize them. Um, but defenses no. this week, we got a couple of couple of good matches. Uh, I love. I really like the Rams against Indianapolis. Anybody who doesn't is crazy. Maybe Scott Tolzien's not excited about them, but understandably so. Uh, the Bills. 
against the Jets. Pretty much anyone who's facing the Jets this week, this year, really good survivor pick, defensive plays. You know, these are these are things you can death taxes and whoever's playing the Jets. You'll be fine. Uh, the Falcons, Mike Glennon, I love that he's a giant. He's 6'7". He's, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. Falcons are going to capitalize. Uh, the Jaguars, the Rams, now, it's just... I mean, Tom Savage, come on. <laughs> it's just, there's there's a lot of things here. I'm sorry, the Jaguars and, and it's just, just a real mess. Like, I think the Jaguars' defense is going to be really good this season. Their offense has the potential to be really not good this season. And so, for me, I think this week's good. Use them while you can. At some point, they're going to they're gonna run out of gas. They're going to be on this, the field all the time. Tom Savage, this might not be your week. Not entirely sure you're going to have a job all that long, but the Jaguars are not the play for him this week. And uh, guys I'm staying away from as far as defenses go, I don't really want any part of the Giants or the Cowboys. Sunday night usually is weird for them. These matchups always get very strange. Um, Probably staying away from the Cardinals uh, at Detroit this week. Normally I like the Cardinals defense against Matthew Stafford on the road. I don't think I like it as much. The Eagles against the Redskins. The Eagles' defense is atrocious right now. You shouldn't have them on your team to begin with, but I'm staying away from them this week. And uh, probably staying away from the Seahawks against the Packers as well. Okay. So, um, I think, again, there's a lot of overlap as we went on on our list. My, My top four defenses that I really like this week are Buffalo, primarily because they're playing the Jets. Houston, primarily because they're good and they're playing Jacksonville. They're good the Rams and playing because, the Jaguars. <laughs> yes. As, as we've mentioned before, the, the Rams are, are playing the Colts and don't expect that to be a good game. And then uh, I'll also go with the Chargers defense against the Broncos. I'm not really expecting much out of the Broncos offense. Uh, and to me, that's uh, one of the Monday night games that I, I think actually I think both the Monday night games might go differently than most people expect, but uh, we'll see. I'm actually I and think then, I'm actually interested in watching both Monday night games this week. Like a lot of times with this double Monday night deal, we usually get one of the two is like a real dud the last few years, but the, both of these I think will be competitive most of the way. I mean, obviously, it sounds like you and I maybe disagree on that, but I think they'll be competitive the whole way. Yeah, and and if you stay up to watch the second game and you live on the East Coast or Central Time Zone, you'll probably be pretty blurry-eyed at work on Tuesday. Yeah, my boss is going to be really excited with me come Monday morning, (laughs) or Tuesday morning. (laughs) Yeah, it'll probably be over around 1.30 or so. uh, My boss is also an Eagles fan, so she's tried to fire me a few times. I mean, what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah, we should all have Uh, such problems, so. Yeah, I work for an Eagles yeah, fan and a Redskins and fan. It's a miracle I'm still alive. But but since we are, uh, we've got a my, couple of minutes here. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to quickly give my uh, avoid list. Uh, Denver, oh, yeah, Seattle, sorry. Baltimore, Arizona, and Carolina would be the ones that I'd be looking to, to stay away from. And And since we've got a couple of minutes here before we sign off, just looking at the slate of games this week, there aren't a ton of stinkers. I mean, there are one or two that stand out. No. But besides the the obvious yeah. Cowboys-Giants game that we're both very excited for, are there any games that really stick out to you that you're you're really looking forward to watching this week or any team in particular you're, you're looking to see more of? I think the, the two that I would be most interested in that I don't really have a rooting interest in would be the Arizona-Detroit game. Curious to mm-hmm. see you know, how good Detroit's offense might be, and you know, I'm also curious to see the Oakland Tennessee game because you've got two, you know, of the younger, more talented younger quarterbacks in the league going up against each other. Two really high-powered offenses, two teams with some good players on defense. So those are probably the the three games that I'd be most interested in um, watching this yeah. coming week. Yeah, I, obviously, so, uh, from from how I've been talking this whole time, obviously I'm very excited for that Oakland-Tennessee game. 
Um, I just I think that's going to be just a phenomenal game. Um, Cardinals Lions, I agree with you there. I'm I'm always interested. I don't think the Eagles Redskins game will be great, but I, the NFC East just always plays each other tough. It'll be close. And then um, I'm also pretty excited to see the Steelers and Cleveland game just because I think there are aspects of Cleveland that I, I just you can't really get a feel for in the preseason. Like, I just don't know how cohesive they're going to be. And I think they have a potential to be better than people think they will be. But we're going to find out pretty quick going against the Steelers. <laughs> like, it'll, uh, it's, so... it's time to figure it out. I'm, so I'm, I'm interested to see what that Browns team is really going to look like. So here's a question for you, um, fantasy-wise, and then yeah, your call whether you want to do DFS first, or I thought maybe we could just do a quick lightning round through our you know, game sure. predictions for this week. But uh, yeah, if you want to do DFS first, that's fine. But um, what I am curious about is um, just in Cleveland, there's you know, there's some internet rumors, and of course we all know that you believe everything that you read on the internet. But, yes, yeah, there's, if it's there's on the internet, it's true. <laughs> yeah, well, I read on the internet that there's a chance that Josh Gordon may actually be reinstated before the end of the month. I think they were talking about their week three matchup against, I believe it's the Colts that they're playing that week. Um, do you take any action on that in the leagues that you've been in? Has he been drafted at all? Are people stashing him? And if not, you know, if you you know, happen to see that on the internet, what if any response would you have to that? Um, I haven't seen him get drafted in any of my leagues yet. Um, obviously, still got one to go tonight, so we'll see what happens. But um, I, I don't think until after this week. I like. I'm really interested to see what the Browns look like. Really, truly want to see that. If the Browns have some semblance of life against the Steelers, maybe I, I if I've got space and I've got a roster spot, I can I can kind of throw away. I might stash him, but right now I just think there's so many other players that have potential that are actually playing that it's not quite worth it yet for me. But what do you think? Have you seen him be drafted at all yet? I actually saw him drafted in the draft that I was in in June. I think he went with the second-to-last pick in a 16-17 you know, round draft. You know, just you know, it was a dart toss at that point. It was a 14-team league, so pretty deep. So I can understand somebody doing that. But yeah, I'm I'm willing to take a chance if I have a quarterback that I'm really comfortable with. You know, someone like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Matt Ryan, where in all likelihood you're only going to not start him one week. The one year, week, that yeah. The week that he's on by. Rather than mm-hmm. carry a second quarterback, I'd be willing to take that spot and carry Josh Gordon for a few weeks and see if he really does get reinstated. And if it's clear by the end of September he's not going to be reinstated, then just cut him and pick up somebody else who's you know lighting the world on fire or at least has yeah. You know, there'll be some the waiver wire darling that you can season. pick up. But, yeah, <laughs> there'll always be people emerging during the season. But you know, just given. Yeah, and I know he hasn't really played you know, in three seasons now, but you know, just given his ability, you know, he's I think in the same line of work or was in the same line of work that you are now. But um, yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, it can put you behind in the behind the wheel of a new uh, Cavalier or something. But uh, yeah, I just I think that you know you somebody that is enough of a difference maker if everything goes right that it's worth carrying as a speculative pickup, you know, as a speculative carry for two or three weeks just to see if, if maybe just maybe it pans out. I mean, there are, there are certainly worse ways you could spend a roster spot. They're better, but there are worse. So I, I, I'm, okay. I'm not opposed to it. I just want to see how it goes this week. Okay. Um, but real quick, so I'll, I'll bomb through a couple DFS of daily picks? fantasy picks, and then we'll do uh, sure. some some predictions here. As far as daily fantasy, uh, obviously a lot of people like to stack teams. For me this week, I think there are three clear-cut winners. Uh, for me, for value and what you're going to get return on investment in them, the Eagles, uh, the Titans, and the Raiders – 
just the amount of points that they'll put up for what they're going to cost you. The Eagles are all dirt cheap this week, so you're going to hear a lot of those names. Uh, particularly Carson Wentz against the Redskins. This could end up being a shootout. Their run game is a little uh, confusing, so I think he's going to have opportunity whether or not he steps up. Not going to cost you much, so it's worth taking a flyer. Brian Hoyer against the Panthers. Uh, they gave it up the fourth most fourth most passing yards, first time talking, good grief, last season. Uh, so even though I'm not necessarily sold on Brian Hoyer as a quarterback this week, the matchup's right, the price is right, and Marcus Mariota and, Dave, and Derek Carr, for what you'll pay, you're going to get the output. Todd Gurley versus the Colts, his price has not quite gotten to where his actual productivity is going to be, so take advantage now. The Colts are the bottom third of the league in run defense. It's not a running back by committee situation. Take advantage of it. Same thing below Powell we talked about earlier. Jordan Howard and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Denver, just not great against the run, so I'd take advantage of that. Wide receivers, you've got a couple of great value picks. Michael Crabtree, Pierre Garçon, Terrell Pryor, who maybe you don't want to start on your regular fantasy team, but DFS, good value there. Torrey Smith, same thing. Uh, on the other side of it, he's a guy that's really not going to cost you anything and really could have some output. Uh, Eric Decker, Jermaine Curse, who's been on the team all of five minutes, but probably going to get some good targets this week. Uh, tight end Zach Ertz, high on the Sherpas list, good value. Evan Agrom, again, the price is right. He's going to get a few looks. If you're reaching and you need to, to pinch a few pennies, he's going to be a good pick. And Delaney Walker, spend a little money. It'll be worth your while. And as far as defenses go, the Rams, the Bills, and the Jaguars, again, good value, going to have a good matchup. Might as well go with them. So that's our quick and dirty uh, fantasy, uh, daily fantasy pick so we can get into our actual predictions too. Yeah, I'm just curious. You mentioned Jermaine Curse. Um, how how expensive is he relative to Robbie Anderson? Uh, he's going to run you a couple hundred bucks cheaper. It's not a huge difference, but – I just I like him. He actually catches the ball. He doesn't put okay. on the ground a whole lot. <laughs> All right. And how about yeah. uh, Paul Richardson with Seattle? Is he somebody that you know? I, here I am just lobbing out names at you, but uh, oh, no, you're somebody fine. I've been reading quite uh, a bit you know, about, and not in the Frederick Douglass in, sense, but uh, you know, just yeah, reading a lot about him lately and expecting big things from him. I, I think that he's going to have some big opportunities. I don't know if I love him this week. Um, but, again, he's not going to cost you a ton. So if you need to, he's worth a flyer. Okay. So he's yeah. roster filler at the end then. Yeah. If yeah, you, he's that guy you're like, oh, I don't have this much All right. <laughs> right. Okay. We've so all why don't there. we just quickly <laughs> go through the – yep, that's for sure. Why don't we quickly go through the – games and you know we don't have to give scores unless you want to but uh new england kansas yeah, we'll city who's your winner uh i am gonna go the upset with kansas city which i might be the only okay, one in i'm America, going but i'm taking kansas city yep i'm going new england how about buffalo and the jets <laughs> i'm going buffalo agree atlanta um and chicago i'm going atlanta atlanta for sure okay um, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Who do you like there? I'm going to go with Baltimore. Okay, I'm going Cincinnati. Uh, Cleveland hosting Pittsburgh. I'll take Pittsburgh. I think you have to take Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. Um, Arizona at Detroit. I'm picking Arizona in a high-scoring game. I'm going to take the Lions. I think Matt Stafford's going to pull this one out. Okay. Um, Jacksonville at Houston. I'm picking Houston. I'm also picking Houston. It makes me sad to do it. Oakland at Tennessee. I'll go with Oakland. I'm going Tennessee. All right. Philadelphia and Washington. I'll go Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm going to go Philadelphia, too. All right. Uh, Indianapolis at the Rams. I think we're both going Rams. Yes. All Todd Gurley all the time. (laughs) Okay. um, Seattle at Green Bay. I'll go with the home team Packers. I'm going Green Bay also. Okay. Uh, Carolina at San Francisco. I'll, I'll pick Carolina. Carolina. This one. Giants at Dallas. I'll, I'll be a homer and pick the Giants. Oh, what a surprise. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. 
<laughs> All right. Good to see we're in uh, mid-season form there. <laughs> right. New Orleans at Minnesota. I'm going to pick New Orleans. So I'm going to take New Orleans as well. Okay. And then rounding out uh, the Los Angeles. It's going to take me a while to say that. I'll get used we're to that about the same time year. I stop seeing San Antonio Holmes. But uh, <laughs> I'll go with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers to, to beat Denver on the road. I'm going to take Denver in a, in a small upset here. Okay, I'm not sure that's an upset, but uh, yeah, I haven't checked the really line push. lately. But yeah, so all right, well there you have it. There we go. We got There's our picks in. The books. We'll be back next Wednesday night at 8:30 again with all of your fantasy news and notes. Uh, we'll be talking waiver wire picks, who to start, who to sit, injuries, making our predictions, your daily fantasy picks, all that good stuff. Find us all week long all over social media, uh, Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show, at, and uh, as well as JKIM16, Fantasy underscore Sherpa, all on Twitter. And if you miss an episode, feel free to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, all week long. And if you need anything else, find us. We're happy to help you with your roster and your lineups. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back with you guys next week. Yeah, good luck, everyone, except for uh, those of you playing us. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>